Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Today we're in chapter 14 of the Gospel of John, verse 27, where we are picking up at the end of this chapter where Jesus now is uh, coming to the close, at least as far as this chapter is concerned, to the uh, verbal interaction that he is having with his apostles there after that upper room experience, that last supper that they shared prior to Jesus going to the cross, prior to, uh, this is post Judas Iscariot's departure from the group and Jesus addressing those who are left, those who are now troubled uh, somewhat by the words Jesus is speaking about how he was going to be departing, how they could not come with him where he was going. However, I I am uh, encouraged by how he begins. Verse 27, right off the bat, he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. I give to you, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be fearful. Now, the result of possession of the indwelling Holy Spirit is peace. Oh, indeed, Jesus was leaving, but he was sending his Holy Spirit, and his Spirit would still bring them peace. 700 years before his birth, the prophet Isaiah told of the coming of Jesus, this Prince of Peace. We can easily pass that off without grasping the magnitude of this gift we are given. Peace isn't something that can be purchased, nor can it be acquired through any earthly pursuit. Yet many of us will spend our lives looking and searching for this elusive possession. And the reality is we will fail again and again, just as mankind has done throughout the ages. Emptiness is what the world gives, but Christ does not leave us empty. He gives us a peace that comes not from money or possessions, not from earthly security or comfort. I mean, those things are ultimately empty and they're temporary. But the peace of God, that comes in life as we pass through the door of death. There's some irony for you. We can't have this peace apart from God, and we can't have this peace unless we are willing to die to ourselves and die to this world and let Christ fill us and consume the purpose of our lives. Generations of men in endless attempts have been made to satisfy uh, this empty and desperate need inside of humanity. Look, we will know no peace outside of Christ. We will know no purpose outside the words of the Holy Spirit. Verse 28 says, You heard how I told you I'm going away and I'll come back to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I said, I am going to my Father, for the Father is greater than I. Now I have told you before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. You see, the apostles They still did not completely understand all this that Jesus had been talking about. I think that's often the way our walk in Christ is. 
I mean, the truth is today, the revelation of Christ is a journey. And our understanding unfolds as we walk in him and with him and through him. Certainly they loved him. But indeed their love was limited just as ours so often is, in the sense that we don't always understand uh, what he's saying, understanding what he wants, because frankly, oftentimes we just simply fear too much. And our fear keeps us from stepping into the unknown, stepping into where the Holy Spirit seeks to bring us. Jesus was going away, and he wanted the apostles to rejoice that he was going. But that was just simply too much for them to absorb at this point. I have often preached that we have much to learn about what real Christ love is. And I've often said that we have much to come to understand in the contrast to the love that the world embraces. You see, our love, the love that we tend to gravitate to is a feel-good emotion. And it is often self-serving and frankly, it's based on a Hollywood framework. But Christ's love? Well, Christ's love is based on faith. Christ's love is based on a trust that reaches beyond our limited understanding. It is a love that places our life in the hands of Jesus. Jesus' departure would bring glory to him and salvation to those that day and to us. And if they loved him, if we love him, we're going to trust him even when we don't understand what he's doing. And finally, in verse 30, it says, I will no more speak much with you, for the prince of the world comes, and he has nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father commanded me, even so I do. Arise, let's go from here. Now clearly, time was running out for Jesus in his earthly ministry. He understood this human frustration of limited time like we all do eventually. He knew his earthly life was soon to end. The ruler of this world was coming, but he had nothing in Jesus. Jesus could have walked away at this point. We need to be reminded of that fact. Really, he could have walked away at any point in his earthly journey, but he didn't. And he didn't simply because he wanted the world to know that he loved his father and he loved the Father's creation. His Father had given him his directions. And those directions, frankly, would lead to the cross, directions that would lead to his martyrdom. So Jesus, he ends this chapter with, Arise, let us go. Which we might interpret in today's vernacular as, Okay, boys, let's get it on. He didn't just give direction, no, he led by example, and more than even that, he went with them. Just as he's always done, he would lead the way. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For him who knew no sin, he, made to, he was made to be sin on our behalf, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.